0: podcast listeners, you are here with your It's Mr. Budget Pedal Chop. We are here on episode 11T1. Um, it's 11T1. 11T1, yes. It's uh, all the ones, 111. And you just heard the beautiful tones of a man from man right there. That is Mr. Matt Quine. Say hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hey. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Oh. <laughs> um so uh, i think we're gonna we are gonna do our, our standard stuff we're gonna do our, our what we've been up to and all this jazz um but before we do um i'm gonna give a shout out to uh to my brother um because he um he's keeping me in check he so today's monday uh we're recording on the same day that the last podcast dropped uh, and if you if you have caught up on that you'll catch that the title is something like uh, don't shit on the food fighters uh, <laughs> which uh, he read the title thought what's going on here because I, I i've always been of the the opinion that the food fighters are um at very best beige and he thought are you are you changing your opinion here because matt and lee think it's cool you were uh, you selling out so he got like 10 minutes into the podcast where you two were talking about the food fighters in in a in a positive manner uh and called me up to say you've sold out man um <laughs> which is absolutely excellent but then uh like two minutes later he realized that i i then uh Got got straight up on that and went nah the shit. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna labour the point because there's two of you. Um, <laughs> so he was all good. He phoned me up and says yeah this. Um, I was gonna call you out, but then you you did exactly what you always do when it comes to the Foo Fighters. So we're cool. Um, <laughs> and just I need to give him a salute with the fact that uh, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, he's really not into guitar gear. Um, but he's he's soldiering on with these episodes, um, and he uh, he's given a bit of love to you, Matt. He says that you are absolutely hilarious. So, high five to uh, to my bro. I'll second that. There you go. You got a shout out on the podcast. Keep listening. That's that's the way it works. A bit of bribery. <laughs> um. Let's uh. Let's. Rather than pontificate on what what my brother has been doing this week, let's have a have a little bit of a chat um, about about what we've done. So, Matt, what you been up to? <laughs> um, I definitely haven't been buying anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> so so I'm, I'm I'm loving this. Yet, come on, spill some beans here.
1: So I don't know whether I mentioned it on the podcast or whether I've just been talking about it offline, but I. Think I want a Marshall Origin Five, so that it's it's switchable down to half a watt, which I think is probably acceptable for a flat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it'll also be loud enough to practice. It, certainly with the second band because we practice in a, a tiny garage. Um, yeah. so it'll be useful for that. It's got an effects loop, which means for the first time
0: ever, I'll be able to use an effects loop if you're anything like me you'll you'll be able to avoid <laughs> using an effects loop i i think that's probably going to be the case
1: but you know it's it's nice to have the option and you know if i'm ever <laughs> if i'm ever doing some budget pedal mat again i can do the difference between in the loop and not in the
0: loop i'm absolutely down for some budget pedal mat yeah, so, I, I,
1: once once we're like not living in boxes, yeah, um, I, I'll do that. It's just I don't have any bedroom furniture at the moment, so we. I'm still living out of suitcases a month in at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, it it took us probably two months uh, in the new house to even to unbox anything, pretty much, and we've been been here probably a good a good four or five months now, and. I mean, it was only, like, last week where we've got this new room sorted so that I can uh, podcast in. So... Yeah. So, I mean, don't feel too bad about it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so um, I, I wanted the the Origin... Oh, I want the Origin 5, so... I was going to just pick that up because I've got enough cash to buy that outright. And then I was I was talking about it... Either last week or the week before, that I was playing a telly with single coils that was far too heavy for me to ever use on stage. And I was like, I really want to get myself a telly with single coils, but I want something like really classy looking, something double bound. Um, oh so yeah. I was having a look around, and there's obviously the the Squire classic vibe telly custom.
0: i I've. Um, I've, uh, I've- I bought those a few times as well. <laughs> yeah, so like together, the
1: amp and the guitar is like seven hundred quid. Um, that's not and... bad, is it? Really,
0: it's <laughs> really not bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I was just like, do you know what? I I need to keep something on finance to keep my to keep my um, credit score positive because i used overdraft for quite a long time which it's fine to start with but once you kind of are using it for like five years and you and you keep hitting your overdraft limit it, it starts to wear away at your credit score a bit yeah so now that i've paid that off and paid off more the loan i need something on finance that yeah. i'm actually actively paying off
0: and using properly it's all about bolstering that. I, I am loving. I'm loving the justification for this. This is the, literally the best.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I've I've just got to wait. I've just submitted proof of ID and proof of address. Yeah. And I'm now waiting for them to say yay or nay.
0: Who are you doing this with then?
1: Um, Gak was the cheapest combination. Oh nice. No, okay. Amp and uh, guitar. Um, I looked at guitar, guitar. Um, the, they have the amp for cheaper, but the the guitar is like eighty or ninety quid more expensive than it was at GAC. Ah.
0: Um,
1: I, did... I looked at Andertons. I looked at um, Merchant City as well, um, and yeah, between a lot of them, including postage, GAC was the cheapest. So
0: um, that that's the caveat, isn't it? Because I'm I'm pretty sure if I if I phoned up. Uh... Finds up Guitar Guitar and said, look, Gak have got this and this sorted for, for this price. They'll go, ah, go on then. I mean, I had to do it with my, my Variax because they were doing they were doing a flash sale on the Variax and they were doing it on all of the colours apart from the black one. The black one was like 20 quid more or something like that. Uh, so I emailed them and said, look, you're... um." Your offer was was on, and I I would happily buy, uh, one of the variaxes for the price that you had them up. But you sold out of all the colours. Uh, I wanted the white. You sold out of that. You I wanted the sunburst. You sold out of that. And all that they've got left is the black one. And they came back to me within like twenty minutes. and went, look, if you use this link, it will be the same price. Uh, and I went, yep, yeah, sounds sorted. Application put in. Um, so yeah. they they were cool. They were cool, but. When it comes to postage to the Isle of Man, I am not entirely sure what would go there.
1: Yeah, so Guitar Guitar, Merchant City and Andertons all quoted 45 quid for um, amp amp on its own or amp and guitar.
0: Yeah, Um, okay, that's not terrible, the fact that they're, they're bundling it.
1: But Gak were offering it for nineteen pound for each, which comes to comes to thirty eight quid. So yeah. posters is cheaper. The guitar is cheaper than anywhere else, and it's only the amp that's like fourteen quid more expensive than a couple of the other places. So altogether, it was yeah, Gak were the cheapest for the for a change.
0: Yeah, they've been doing a really weird thing as well with the uh, the Origins recently, where they've going on going on little flash sales. You'll get them for like twenty four hours or forty eight hours, where they'll they'll go to like two nine nine or something, and then they'll jump back up.
1: Yeah, that's the twenties. The the five. Um, a lot of places have gotten down at two four five at the moment.
0: Shit, mate. That's uh that is an interesting, uh, interesting <laughs> price that you just quoted there, Matthew.
1: Yeah. Um, in fact, your your local um, so good they named it twice store has got them at two four
0: five. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh! And
1: and you know you need you need a, a valve amp that you can switch from five down to half a watt.
0: Everybody but does. That that is a that's a bit. I mean, if you, the the camera doesn't quite show it at the moment, but like behind me to the left is a uh, HT five and a classic thirty. I and can then see. To, and then to the right is another classic thirty. So. I'm not bereft of uh, <laughs> Valve Amps here. so. But do any of them switch down to half a watt? That is where you've got me. That is where you've got me. <laughs> and the fact that, I uh, i mean, I've been looking into like, load boxes and and stuff like that so that I can do... Who I. So... <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> um yeah it's it's just the the uh, the wazer tube amp expander all over again isn't it It is just... <laughs> Oh shit mate
1: it's a, it's a good job that wasn't a live cast
0: Yeah it really is yeah yeah cuz uh, <laughs> there are there were many motions and hand gestures and and all these kind of things that we we definitely wouldn't have got away with uh, Yeah so I mean I was I've been looking into the the kind of the cheaper um, reactive loads and none of them will work with the PV because they have exactly the same problem uh, that the AC30s have or the AC15 as well, where the speakers yeah, are hard, hardwired. hard-wired.
1: Yeah. yeah. So you can't just plug it in between the speaker and the amp. Yeah, just... which is,
0: it's, it's stupid. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: it's almost like they didn't want you to use uh Anything to change to change their amp? They wanted you to get the best sound of their amp, which they believe is to turn it up all the way and don't put a, 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 any sort of load box in it.
0: I mean, they're not wrong. They do sound cracking when you turn them up. However, <laughs> like there's a, I, I know for sure that there's a, a certain little like five year old gentleman that is like two rooms away from me. Who would not appreciate a, a a classic thirty revving at full volume?
1: <laughs> I mean, that just do it anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, dad instincts say no. Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. No, yeah. it's the same reason why I haven't even
1: bothered bringing my AC fifteen up to the first floor of this this place. I've actually just um, the other guitarist has storing it in his garage where he stores his gear at the moment. Forever. Because what's the point in carrying a two hundred twelve vox up a, a flight and a half of stairs if you can't even plug it in.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a fruitless endeavour, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: The only thing that, that I will achieve is back problems. So Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely understand. Um but yeah, so I mean it's it's made me kind of reconsider the classic thirty because if i can't if i can't attenuate it the only time I get to use it is a, a a practice room and do i do i really need two of them if i can't even use one but i mean that's a that's a discussion for another another moment um maybe i don't know uh, i still think you should
1: sell sell one and get an an origin five c
0: I mean that's that's a, a possibility. I should do I should get a head really, shouldn't I? Uh, um what? A classic thirty head. Well they do the classic twenties, don't the, they? Those are twenty, is it? Yeah. Yeah, and they've they've got um like a USB out as well, so you can go directly into a PC with that. So, yeah. so I mean that would be a it would be a useful thing. Um I don't know. At it's it's all pipe dreams at the moment. Um just swinging back to the uh, the classic vibe tellies. Have you uh, have you had a go on, on one of the classic vibe tellies yet?
1: I haven't had it so the the one that I've I've got in the basket is the 60s custom so it's the one with the rosewood yeah. board. I've only there. played a classic vibe 50s um, which is the one with the maple board.
0: Yeah, the but it's different with... different pickups in them as well, I believe. Well, it depends so, as far as I understand it, the two, uh, the two standards—the ones that which aren't the custom—you've got one which is in a, a a a blonde finish and one which is in a butterscotch finish, and they both of those have got two different pickup sets. So the, if I'm if I'm right, and this is kind of trawling back maybe like a couple of years since I researched this, the. Butterscotch has got the Alnico fives, and the blonde one has got the threes, and that is the same as the custom. No, the the custom's got the fives. Oh, does the custom have the fives?
1: Well, certainly the one that the one that's in my basket and that I'm waiting on finance for
0: has Alnico five pickups in it. Well, I can tell you categorically, you are in for a treat. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, I like I say the the one that I'd played. I think the fifties was the one with the threes in it. Yeah. Um, so I don't think I've heard of these particular pickups either. But um, I've heard nothing but good things about the classic vibe. Um, and they look classier than the player. Um, which is the only reason I didn't go down the player route. Yeah. Um, I just I I wanted something that had that double-binding, and I don't think there's anything double-bound in the player range.
0: No, you have to get to um, the Japanese um, FSR stuff, I think. Which is twice the money of yeah, the it's, like seven, it's about 700-ish <laughs> yeah, on its own. With it.
1: This is 407, I think, I'm paying for the guitar. Yeah, I mean, like
0: that's that. not bad at all. And if you can get, get over the fact that it says Squire on the headstock, the, I mean that doesn't bother me in the slightest. The uh the classic vibe telly that I had is one of the two instruments that I uh I mean I kind of semi-regret the the classic vibe. The the dano is the one that I full on do regret. Um yeah. and the only reason I I, uh, I semi regret the uh, the classic vibe rather than a full regret is because I traded it for another telly. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I traded it for for the ESP uh, kind of sunburst battered uh, Ronnie Wood esque, the one that's got the two telly neck pickups. So, right, okay. I mean, I, I look at them and go. Yeah, I I probably like them both as much. Um, but it it's it's not saying that the classic vibe was was a worse instrument. Not at all. Um and in fact I liked the neck pickup on the classic vibe so much that I switched out the um the neck pickup in my thin line for one. Yeah. So if you if you hear my um the, the my thin line the neck pickup is a is a um is a standard vibe. yeah i mean unofficially we can't say that they're the same but they they are tone rider uh tone rider Vin, uh is it classic hot or vintage hot vintage. i think i think is it vintage hot and classic uh, no, it's something. vintage plus classic hot and i think it's the vintage plus which are the fives uh, yeah, I, I mean they
1: both mean the same
0: thing. Those two sentences. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, It's uh, yeah, and which is why we get get confuddled at it so much. Um, yeah, the the like the the only kind of the only gripe that I could give was that the bridge pickup was a bit bright, but if you use the tone control, then you I mean you absolutely sound.
1: Yeah, I mean, if worse comes to worst, I'll stick some type of quarter pounder style pickup.
0: I and mean, that—that's ideal. I mean, that's what I've got. in I've got, the in the, I, I've got that. Oh, I had that. Sorry, in the in the thin line, and then realised that <laughs> an over overwound, overpowered uh, single coil in a in a guitar that's got a massive hole in it—probably not the greatest plan. <laughs> Uh yeah. so I've got I've got something a bit more time in there now. It's a really weird pickup actually. It's like a it's like a tapped um a tapped pickup where the tap adds like a mid bump. Um I don't know what it is, Fletch put it in there. He didn't tell uh, he might have described to me what it did, but he, he uses technical sciencey words. And uh, I mean he's he's just a tone wizard so yeah 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 i mean i've got i've got nothing but great things to say about the classic vibe um i I don't think it's going to be the last time i ever see a classic vibe as well so so it is what it is yeah so hopefully
1: in the coming weeks i will i will obtain both the origin and the classic vibe if if the finance gets rejected for whatever reason, I'll just pick up the the origin yeah. and I'll I'll save the, the classic vibe for later in the year. But I'm pretty pretty set on getting one now.
0: Yeah, I mean, like in terms of like telecasters, I I think I would probably put put the classic vibe as as o over the the player. Um. I've heard great things about the the Japanese ones, but I definitely definitely put it over the player because the the old Mexicans um, didn't excite me too much. If I'm honest,
1: yeah, I think the players are a step up from the old Mexicans, but the 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 thing that other than the looks, the thing that put me off the the Mexica, the player series was the fact that there's six saddle bridges and not a proper telly bridge whereas the classic vibe is a proper telly bridge and i know you you're, you, you
0: don't really care I, I i i mean i am camp six saddle I, I all the way
1: i'm not i'm not too fussed about perfect spotless intonation i think with a telly a proper telly i think you need that brass saddle sound and you don't get that from the six adjustable
0: has the the um the custom got brass saddles then? No, but I'll chop, I'll swap that out. Because uh, the <laughs> it, they're not compensated either. Yeah, the, one, not the, com- the standard yeah. one that yeah, comes yeah, on the, the, is on it. Is the barrels with notches which... in them, which um the the barrels with notches in them, rather than the uh, the compensated ones, are actually a bit better. Because the problem I've had with compensated saddles is that because there's because it's essentially just a ledge and no notch, the strings can can move freely across the bridge, off the, across the saddle, which means that you could put your, your string in tune and if you bend up and it decides then to slip, it's then it, um, the spacing goes off and the tuning goes off and I've had that happen
1: but if you don't get the compensated ones you're never going to intonate it anywhere near close
0: just get six saddles mate
1: I don't want six saddles I've got six saddles on my Cabernet, and I'm like 70% sure that I'm going to swap that out for a proper telly (laughs) bridge
0: you need to get one of those really mental mastery bridges where you can adjust the kind of pitch of the like it's it's three saddle but you can adjust the tilt angle on it as well.
1: <laughs> I mean I was just I, I was looking at getting another Callahan because of what what's on my cabernet now is a Callahan. And at the time because it's not a proper telly bridge it's only a short like um
0: yeah Mexican spacing
1: Yeah, no, so instead of it being like a. Oh, yeah, yours is
0: cut off, isn't it? Yeah, it's not full. It's cut off really short.
1: And they didn't do a three saddle version of those when I picked mine up in like 2013. Um, But they do now. (laughs) Wait.
0: I mean, you could have got the full version and a hacksaw, surely. I mean I could have done but um, yeah like yeah I, a good I hundred quid's worth <laughs> of, yeah just just, 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 let, just let me modify this please
1: <laughs> yeah I'll will spend 80 quid on a bridge and then cut it in half
0: <laughs> yeah it's, it would pain you wouldn't it yeah so yeah um, but I, like I
1: keep putting one of those in a basket going to check out <laughs> and then buying pedals so that I can't afford it anymore
0: <laughs> That's one way of preventing yourself from spending a lot of money on a bridge. So, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Um, yeah, speaking yeah, of I've, pedal I've... purchases, um, I think I think this is where I... I'll, I'll actually show it to you as well, Matt. So, I did a thing this week. I did a thing. And this is... That's, uh, OD-1? OD-3 OD-3 OD-3, yeah If it was an OD-1 I would be waiting my gigs um, <laughs> So OD-3, yeah I I happened upon an OD-3 this week um, It just magically appeared, did it? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened I must have tripped and fell And then <laughs> there was the OD-3 um, I, I have gone on record quite a few times As... as saying some rather disparaging things about boss um and i i then got a a ds1 that didn't sound bad then i picked up an sd1 which even didn't sound badder (laughs) if that's words You, you understand what i'm saying um so I thought I'll try this uh, this OD OD three and see because in my mind, if the one's called the Overdrive, but the other one is called the Super Overdrive, surely, surely logic would say that the Super Overdrive is better because it's super. Uh, it's, I mean, y- you'd think, but knowing bus products,
1: I had a DS one and a DS two. Which was the whatever the DS ones called, and then the turbo version of whatever the DS1. yeah, yeah, the the
0: the distortion, and then the turbo, yeah, di- yeah turbo, distortion. yeah. by that logic, the turbo distortion would be better, wouldn't it? Because it's turbo, and that's yeah, the, that's like ninety slang for super.
1: I, yeah, and let me tell you, the turbo distortion was dreadful.
0: Yeah, it was. It was turbo. Yeah,
1: yeah, it was more turbo than turbo. And I know other people have got good sounds out of it, but I I just I couldn't get along with it.
0: Yeah, maybe it's got a bad one. I mean, I I had a DS one before, uh, before I bought this other DS one, um, and I could swear that it just sounded crap. Uh, so <laughs> so I sold it to the guitar geek. <laughs> uh,
1: Guess where I sold my Turbo <laughs>
0: to DS my DS two. No. Went to the Guitar Geek. And that's crazy, man.
1: And I believe he's going to do a shootout between a DS1 and a DS2, so it's probably your DS1 and my DS2.
0: That's it? Oh, claims of fame. Uh, so, so I mean, my, my idea was that surely we've got to debunk the myth that the Super Overdrive... I, I don't know if it's a myth or if it's just in my head, but the myth that the Super Overdrive is more Super than the Overdrive. Um, And I do a very impartial uh video... So this will be out, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, it will be out minus four days ago. So, but when we're recording, it hasn't been released yet. Plus two days. Plus two days
1: from now, I think. Yeah,
0: so it's uh, scheduled for Wednesday, Wednesday at about four o'clock. Um, so check that out retrospectively. Um, yeah, Matt, you can check it out. Um, yeah. So I, in the video, I don't... Make any comments about the the pedals? I just do it kind of kind of scientifically, where we go through the game ranges, we go through the tone stack. Um, I do I do them in a track each, so where we play something very similar and see how they sit. Kind of in a mix, it it was uh, like a very rough, uh, rough mix without any any bass guitar, kind of just kind of guitar and drums, but you get a kind of yeah. flavor for it. You uh,
1: don't need a bass.
0: But then. I mean, if you've got two overdrive pedals, and you're like comparing one to the other and one to the other, what's the kind of the logical end goal of this? Is it stack them together? It is stack them together. Well done, Matthew. You are a guitarist (laughs) at heart, Uh, so that happens as well.
1: Well, Of course, like if you've got two overdrive (laughs) pedals on the floor and they're both plugged in, you click one on and then click the other one on and f- put the first one off. Yeah. And then you go, well, that sounded like that and that sounded like that. What if I put them both on?
0: Yeah, yeah. And, and then I put
1: both of the games at max, both of the tones at max, and both of the volumes at max.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't do that. I just, I, I kind of, I got them a, like a, a nice little sweet crunch together and stack them into each other. And, and it ends up like pretty much a a, a very decent classic rock tone. Um, so, so to avoid any copyright issues, I play a a, a, ve- a very close but non copyrighted version of a uh, of a classic song, and it is it is your uh, your your quest uh, as a as a viewer of the uh, of the video to? Uh, yeah, I don't care what the song yeah, is. this do you know those um, those like those daytime. Um, telephone competition kind of things where they give you a choice yeah. of three things and the other two options are ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's a little bit like that. It is it's so so obvious. Um it will it will likely make you juggle. Um, I mean it it's you so it's probably thin lizzy. Bingo. <laughs> I mean I'm saying nothing. I'm saying nothing. Um but yes, yes, it's thin lizzy. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so that that is that is that uh I've, I've done some other things i mean so that's that'll be that'll be on the pedalboards of doom youtube channel not on not on mine um and that'll be on wednesday literally like yesterday we had um had lee's uh dc2w as well so we're going through a little lot like boss phase at the moment um and considering it's got four buttons you'd think like four settings or like uh, what like uh, four, five, six, seven pretty much i think it is because you can do two together but they have to be adjoining ones like one and two two and three three and four Um, the pedal uh, is really subtle in terms of chorus um, well, it's not. It's
1: not chorus. It's dimension, isn't it? Yeah. Well. Yeah. I it, mean, it is it, chorus, but.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> let's not flounce it's, about it. <laughs> it's, it's what pretentious people call. Yeah. Dimension. It's, it's like the gin bar of the chorus world, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, but this, uh, in its defence, it was released back in the eighties before, uh, before hipsters were a thing. Uh, and yeah, so I mean, it's kind of chorus, chorusy. It works in the a, a, a slightly different way, but it's you get you basically get the same sound, don't you? Um, and Lee's uh Lee's done a a, a quite um uh clinical uh clinical demo again, where it's it's rather than. Uh, saying, "Oh, this thing's brilliant!" Blah blah blah. He just goes through the tones, and he, he he does like a rather tasty little kind of chordal loop. Um, and it's really, really quite a subtle effect. Um, but it sounded amazing, pretty much, pretty much throughout the the entire thing, which is making me eat my hat. Like, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, I I need to check this out, but I've always said the there's no such thing as dimension and an uncontrollable four button chorus is the last thing that I think I'd ever want but if you're saying it's good I'm gonna have to check this video out and probably eat my words as well
0: yeah I mean I'm I'm eating my words all all over the shop because the super overdrive sounded great the overdrive sounded great together they sounded great and now the DC2W is sounding great what am I missing out on here? Like, am am I missing out on some awesome petals? Everything you've ever lo- ever known is a lie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm sure there's there's uh, there's like Facebook um, inspirational quotes that <laughs> that mirror this kind of feeling. Uh, <laughs> it's just one of them, and it like I feel like I feel a bit like Eeyore, where every <laughs> everything is just darkness and sad. Oh. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I feel like I need to know rather than just shit on boss, I, I need to give them the benefit of the doubt and actually their products pretty pretty good.
1: I'm really surprised that you've got two boss drive pedals to stack together well because I I've never had a good sound from a stacked Boss drive pedal, even if you stack it with something that isn't Boss. Yeah. Um, I didn't. I, I quite like the DS1 on its own, but I've never managed to get it to stack with anything. Uh, same with the OD one. I don't particularly mind the sound, but I've never managed to stack it with anything that didn't then just make it sound horrendous.
0: Yeah, I think the... Uh... Like I say, the the trick to the uh, the stacking of the the overdrives was not just cranking the bollocks off everything. Yeah, I, I wasn't actually suggesting that that was the best thing to do. Uh, yeah, I mean it's the guitarist <laughs> thing to do, but it's, yeah, I I got them set to both a, like a, a light crunch, so it weren't overly compressing, it weren't uh, like squishing any dynamic juices out of it. It was still it was still a usable sound, but brought the flavour of both of them together uh, and I did the the super overdrive into the overdrive because the, the overdrive it reminds me like at the midpoint between the uh, the blues driver and the super overdrive so blues driver is really kind of toppy and uh can get really harsh if you want it to Um and the super overdrive is is so smooth, it's like a circle. It doesn't have any corners. Um, it's really kind of... It's mid-push. You think kind of their take on the tube, Screamer. You did exactly what I did uh, about five minutes into the cast there and hit your own microphone. I did. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah. I, I, I didn't get much sleep last night, so... Uh- I mean, I, I was trying to cover a yawn, and I just punched my
0: microphone instead. <laughs> there we go. I mean, I, I've done exactly the same, and that's that'll be a game for you, listeners, to, to see if you can point out the exact uh, exact timestamps where where both of us have punched our microphones. Um, I think I've just given your game away, but there we go. The other one's up for grabs. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to say it's the last one that we're going to do in this cast as well. Nope. So, so there you go. Right, so yeah, as I was saying, like the um, the blues driver is really toppy, uh, and it's like the kind of the real upper mids. Uh, and the um, the super overdrive is is pretty much along the lines of your classic tube screamer. I think the the clipping is different. It's asymmetrical in the super overdrive, and it's. Symmetrical in the uh the tube screamers, which you're just saying words at me at yeah point. i i mean <laughs> I, like every so often i'll I'll have a chat with uh with Stuart from tight effects um about kind of Guitar-y stuff like like in depth nerdy guitar-y stuff, and he'll throw out these these terms um and I'll get him to describe- sc- describe them to me like you would to a five-year-old child. Um, and he does a really good job of it. He's so patient, and he teaches me every time. And then, like, within five minutes, I'm going, oh, look, there's some toys. There's um, well, <laughs> my attention span gone. Um,
1: yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I can guess what the difference between symmetrical and asymmetrical is. Clipping is, but I'm not putting that on the internet because I might be so wrong. It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, so I mean, my my understanding is that you've got uh, an an uneven amount of diodes clipping either side of the signal. So say you've got two two on one side and one on the other. If you've got symmetrical clipping, you've got two on each side or one on each side. The the whole of the um so the peaks and the troughs of the uh of the signal will be clipped e- equally whereas if there's one that's doing more than the other so uh, one of the sides is doing more clipping than the other you'll get a more dynamic response because you'll get the squash on the one side but then the headroom on the other okay so you get a, a slightly more um amp amp like response tube like response because it's it's more dynamic, as well as adding the compression. That's what I understand. If you are a pedal nerd, so Stuart, Joe, uh, Simon, uh, Adrian, if you're listening, <laughs> you feel free to jump in the uh, podcast group and correct my horrible understanding of the situation. Like, no, that's not even what it does. <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't do anything like that
1: i mean mine was going to be worse i was just going to say that like symmetrical would be like a square wave and asymmetrical would be like sawtooth waves and stuff
0: no i mean square square waves is more hard like super hard clipping like fuzzies where rather than just clipping the top of the like the the real peak of the uh the sine wave it clips it so much that it's almost kind of plateaued Uh, and that's that's where you get fuzz uh brian wampler's done uh, done this topic maybe like four or five times on the chasing tone podcast and uh, uh, no matter no matter how many times he describes it and and goes into the detail about kind of how you define the different types nope (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, if it if it was just Brian Womper on that podcast, I'd, I'd give it a listen. But it's not.
0: Are you you're not a fan of Ab uh, uh, Blake?
1: I I mean, I don't even know whether he was the guy that was on it two years ago when
0: I stopped listening. Oh, uh, okay, okay, yeah, he he probably was. I think yeah, he's been doing it for a while.
1: But, which the other guy just I, I like I don't want to say annoyed, annoyed me, but he just. Yeah, I, the, like the 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 constant talk of biscuits and gravy when it, <laughs> yeah. Brian's Brian's in the middle of explaining something that I'm actually quite interested in, and the other guy's just looking for a joke. I mean, I I totally understand
0: that that's what we yeah. do. <laughs> that's <laughs> the, the pot say you black motherfucker. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, it, like I just it
1: it. It didn't hook me in enough for me to ever go back. I think I I listened to maybe twenty five or thirty episodes of yeah. Chase and Tone and never went back.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I like the the fact that Lake assumes the role, um, not necessarily like plays the role because I think this is this is him, but he assumes the role of like the everyman and and will come to the the discussion with. I, I understand what a diode is, but what is clipping? Um, <laughs> so yeah, so he he pretty much plays the the role of what we're doing now, but we're both Blakes, uh, so uh, yeah. At least, but
1: at the same time, neither of us claim to be.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. He has Brian Wampler to to bounce off, whereas we have each other yeah 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 it's, it's very much i mean but we've we've not digressed to talking about which pizza toppings our favorite or biscuits and gravy <laughs> because biscuits and gravy in the uk is an absolutely horrendous concept <laughs> like digestives yeah. and Are you what <laughs> yeah we- fucking horrible <laughs> yeah i understand that like the the biscuits aren't real biscuits it's it's more like a like a bready substance and the gravy is like a creamy sauce kind of thing i understand that so america don't don't be up in arms at me but for us and in that's the uk not what it means. yeah for, yeah for, <laughs> for us in the uk a biscuit is like like a like a cookie almost and and gravy is the stuff you put on your, your uh, like dinner. your roast dinners yeah so like like your your christmas thick brown yeah thick thick brown viscous tastes a bit like meat um so like doesn't particularly pair well with a digestive... that's it like m- meat sauce and cookies does not sound uh, it doesn't sound anywhere as appealing as as biscuits and gravy does it
1: yeah
0: i'm glad we cleared that one up i'm, I'm glad we we've, uh, we've tackled the uh, the important things yeah right so i'm I'm looking over at the time and it's it's approaching ever closer to the hour almost (laughs) dangerously so so i think we should probably uh probably talk about some news i mean i had some other things to talk about but news i think i think news because otherwise joe is gonna win uh for like completely win this week um and we can't have that can we we can't have it no so news um So, I'm going to give you a choice here, Matt. Uh, One, two, three, or four. What are we saying? Two. 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 We'll have two. Okay, so, Fender Player. The Fender Player series uh, released about a year ago. So, uh, replacing the Made in Mexico. Uh, The Mexican Standard. Mexican Standard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, I mean it, it amalgamates some of them, doesn't it? Because there was
1: yeah, there's some of the higher up Mexican stuff as well. Yeah, so
0: I'm there was it, the the it. so the classic. You had like classic fifties, sixties, and and all that, and I think they've all all gone in, into the the player, haven't they? Um, and and stuff like the the bar heart Ellie as well. That's kind of it's all it's all gone. <laughs> oh dear that was a sneeze Achoo. i think i want to keep that in. <laughs> so the um the 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 player series uh generally well received seen as an upgrade of the uh the made in mexico stuff the hardware especially like the the strap trems have gone from like the ridiculous six saddle never gonna trim even if you're Set it up within an inch of its life, trem. Now to the yeah. the two point trems, which yeah are slightly more reliable. Still, S- I mean, still not yeah, going to still don't do it. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. I mean, you'd be more inclined to uh, Alnico pickups rather than ceramic magnet pickups. Um, generally, just a a higher end feel, uh, largely to compete with the uh, the classic vibes, which were. All but wiping the floor with them, pretty much. So there's no. I mean,
1: yeah, we, we, we literally in one of the local um, pages today, somebody was like, Are the new players any better than my my Squire Classic vibe? Because the Mexicans were crap.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it
1: was, it was li- literally a discussion in one of our local, local musician groups today, and I was like, I believe they're better, but go and try one.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that. Uh, I, uh, I played uh, a a player strat, and it was nice. It was really nice. Don't get me wrong. The pickup sounded really good, which was a a, a change. Um, I would find it difficult uh, to want to justify that over the classic vibe, just because the classic vibes are so good. Um they it, it's it's not putting down the players at all. They are they they are a vast improvement on the, the Mexicans. And if you wanted something with Fender on the headstock absolutely I would say you're not taking a downgrade as you would have been with the Mexican standards previously. It's like they're they're kind of level pegging pretty much. Um so yeah um, they have brought out another couple of colours in that range. Um, I thought it was Inca silver, but it, apparently it's not. It's just silver, which looks a bit more like metallic grey. Um, so they've got this silver colour, and they've got. Is, um, is that
1: not what silver? Is silver not just metallic grey? What's the difference between silver and metallic grey?
0: So, oh, um, if I'm thinking silver, I'm thinking like a like a, a really light. Color, almost like almost like a chrome, which it's, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, you're almost getting a lot of the the light reflection. Um, whereas this is like a dark, almost like a okay, like a metallic light charcoal. Does that okay. make Does that make more sense? Uh,
1: yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess.
0: we could refer to Dulux color charts if you. If you, if you want. I'm, I
1: mean, can you do Vasper's colour charts? We don't have to do looks over here.
0: I don't need... Is that a what? Is that a, Vasper, it's uh, B&Q's in-house brand. Uh, yes, I should be able to do that. I've got B&Q down the road. Um, so, yeah, if
1: you go and get a B&Q colour chart and
0: <laughs> I think it, it might be closed now, but... For next week, we'll we'll, we'll discuss color charts. <laughs> so next week's gonna be the the B and Q color chart special. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so yeah, like dark, like a like a light charcoal metallic, um, and the the other one is the Capri orange, which absolutely fantastic color. Um, I I once saw a. Stag strat, which was in matte capri orange, and even though it was a stag strat, I thought, Shit, me, that's amazing. <laughs> so, I mean, that's a testament to, to it. Um, yeah, I
1: mean, I'm not normally one for bright colors, but I think capri orange is the exception that proves the rule. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the three um examples that I have seen, and this is where it perhaps to, it takes a little turn so we've got the two strats so we've got strat in one uh like one of each of the colors the silver strap has got a white guard and a rosewood board the orange okay. one has got a white guard and a maple board so it's got the the,
1: the bad guard and a bad board <laughs> on the strap if you want the capri orange
0: I'm, I'm going to describe the next one, and we'll 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 discuss discuss the whole thing. Right, they've done a Jazzmaster, yeah. So, like, also known as the worst one.
1: Um, I mean, it's better than a Jaguar.
0: Mm, <laughs> it's not short scale. Better than a Jaguar. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Okay. Um, Blackguard better rosewood board
1: yes that's exactly what you want do do that in the strat and the telly please
0: that's it yeah do, do that one <laughs> yeah uh, and I think that is pretty much that's pretty much how it needs to be summed up is do that one across the board because the like we said the orange is a really a really fantastic vibrant colour it's almost like the um the Charvel Pro was it the pro mod? I'm not sure it was the pro mod or the DK twenty four. I can't remember. It was one of those, weren't it? The the really cool ones that were like eight hundred quid or yeah. something.
1: The the DK, I think it's DK twenty four, the pink one. The yeah, the pink K- one. They had like a like yeah.
0: a like a really light blue and a. It- might even be called the Pro Mod DK24. Yeah, I, I think it might have been. Um, either way, those those ones the ones that were cool and now are, are more difficult to find. Um, it was it's kind of along the lines of that. Um, yeah, they had maple necks, but they theirs were roasted so it was a little bit yeah. darker, which kind of it, it worked as the contrast. Um, yeah. With the white guard and the maple neck, it just looks cheap. It's
1: Yeah, and I th- we've, we've discussed this about white guards in the past. Uh, I don't know whether it was, like, after a cast or during a cast, but white guards just cheapen everything.
0: Yeah, it was, it was Be- one of our used views, I believe. Um, yeah,
1: because, like, when you think of something with a, a white guard, you think of an encore strat or... a a stag strat or we do you know, those, yeah. those unfortunately, pack unfortunately we pack and with it's, the brilliant white plastics and um, yeah yeah I, th- it's,
0: I think as well it's, it's just the, the, the genericness of it because you look back at strats over time and they've all had like I mean you look at like certain strats that Clapton will use and he'll have a white guard. And like Brian Adams and he'll have a white guard. And just everyone and it's a white guard strat. And and it it got that way where it was like if it's got a white guard and a maple neck or or a white guard and a burst, it just ends up looking like every other fucking strat that you've ever seen. Yeah.
1: Yeah and None of nobody wants to be, like the whole thing. That's great about guitar is nobody wants to look the same as somebody else and have the same stuff as everybody else. You want a yeah. bit of uniqueness, don't you?
0: Yeah. So grab a talk guard and look like no one. Uh, well, everyone else who's not the people who've got a white guard. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I noticed the irony of us telling telling people to just buy the different buy like a black guard or a talk guard, but. Honestly, the, uh, the the Capri Orange with a black guard and a rosewood board—the contrast of the dark on the on the really bright body looks amazing. Yeah. Unfortunately, it happens to be on the Jazzmaster. So, yeah, fuck sw- that. swing and a
1: miss. Like, I've had I've had a Jazzmaster, and I got rid of the Jazzmaster, and I I don't mind the shape the pickups are weird
0: the extra tone circuit Yeah. i, I think, mean I it, it it's it's a clever thing but it's just yeah i think it, it's the pickups more than anything because it's 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 a bit it's a bit like kind of the uncanny valley kind of syndrome where you're it's like fender scale length and it's a similar kind of neck profile. You're thinking, okay, I'm, I'm. This is comfortable. This is familiar. You look down at the body, and it's got that cool kind of offset thing. You think, yeah, this is familiar, but with a bit of different. I'm liking this. And then you go to you put yeah. it in. <laughs> What's going on? Where's the, where's yeah. the like, deep solely grunt. <laughs> Yeah, and then you've got that trem
1: system that just ruins your life.
0: Yeah, and then you realise that, it, it, like, n- despite it being massively chimey you were on the neck pickup. And you're like, oh, there's <laughs> even worse. Ah!
1: <laughs> yeah, and then you, and as you're strumming, of course,
0: all of the strings are falling off the saddles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, it's just, it's a massive faff. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, I mean, the, the colour combination looks great. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if, if they're doing them in matte or in gloss. I think the orange would look really fantastic in matte, but who, who knows? Um, I assume they're probably going to be the same price as well. Um, I'm going to save the other things for the live cast which will be on Sunday. Yesterday. Yesterday,
1: yes. So we are got to save those. Yeah, it, it'll, it'll be next week's cast yesterday.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I am going to end us up with a discussion topic, which I should have done slightly earlier. <laughs> Sorry, I just got a WhatsApp as well. It was, uh, it was a, a group of nerds texting me because... Um, I was part of a, um, a Facebook uh, messenger chat of local Pokemon Go nerds so that we could organise our raiding. Um, as of the 23rd, so like last Wednesday or something, Facebook decided to um, have a way with the, the uh, group chat function so like
1: I this hasn't affected me in any way. I've got like 20 group chats in messenger, and all of them are fine.
0: I don't know what wizardry has happened there, but all of the uh, all of the group chats that I had apart from the the ones that have pertaining to the podcast weirdly um have now um, have, have now ended like, they literally like kicked everyone out of the group on uh, on Wednesday.
1: You see that's really weird because none of none of mine have done that at all.
0: Um so essentially what we did we um we we started a WhatsApp group. <laughs> uh so take that Facebook. But it doesn't mean that whenever uh whenever Pokemon Go stuff happens it literally like flashes because I've got my WhatsApp set to notifications rather than on because I've got an Android phone now. there's like a little bubble at the side, um, which just like, it does like your little one or two or whatever, telling you how many notifications you got. So it's it's slightly more intrusive and <laughs> makes me go off on a like five minute tangent on a podcast. So. <laughs> uh, and mean, just, just for anyone who is interested. Yeah, so for for anyone who's interested, I've I've done like twenty three Rayquaza raids and got one shiny. Those are terrible odds. Um but yeah, that means nothing to ninety eight percent of you.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm I'm playing Pokemon Go, but I'm doing it very casually. I like if if I can be asked to walk down <laughs> five five minutes walk away, there's a gym that has a raid pretty much every night at just before I go to work if I can be arsed I'll go and do it if I can't I don't bother
0: <laughs> And that's uh, that's the kind of casual gaming that uh, that doesn't get you a, a raid team damn it Matthew yeah I mean I definitely don't have a raid team no I'd imagine because I, I was literally in, in my old flat I was probably less than a mile away from where I am now there was nothing going on there absolutely nothing now I've moved to this place. It's like Pokemon Central, but I I feel like we are we we're going on a little bit of a tangent again. Um, <laughs> and uh, this uh this this discussion um was sent in personally by uh by a chap on Instagram HB Guitar uh one of the uh one of the guitar cartel guys. Um, he sent me through a couple of pictures which pretty pretty fucking hilarious so the the discussion topic is um what we think of the cropping up of signature guitars signature instruments should i say because there's a bass on this as well uh so some of these things we've discussed on the on the cast before uh fill in at p bass we mentioned a couple of weeks ago eleven six nine nine. so pretty much 12 grand uh we made our opinions pretty well known about that then uh on The same website, I think it was Anderton's, it was taking these shots from Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, like custom shop strat 25739, uh, 738. 20 the best part of 26k for a for a Stevie Ray Vaughan strat. This one really surprised me, Eddie Van Allen. Uh, so I assume this is, um, the EVH uh guitar company, which um, I assume it's licensed through Fender or mate, I don't know. Um, so EVH, yeah. uh, like signature. So single single humbucker, Floyd Rose. Um, not in the colour you'd think. So not in the. So it's not the red
1: one with the white, the white squiggles. Yeah.
0: So not the fifty-one fifty uh, paint job. This is the 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 black. Black with yellow um yellow striping. Uh, and this is coming in at fifteen seven six nine. So essentially like sixteen K. Uh
1: That's that's
0: horrendous. <laughs> it's a lot of money, isn't it? <laughs>
1: it's a lot of money for the guitar that you don't even know that Van Halen plays.
0: I mean I I I'm pretty pretty i on this one. Uh, because there's there's like three colours, isn't there? There's the 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 fifty one fifty, which is the red, uh, white and black striping. You've got this one, and then you've got the black one. Uh, sorry, the white one with black striping as well. Um, they're all. You've equal. got the red one with the
1: white, and that's the only one I know.
0: <laughs> yeah, the uh, I mean that uh, that is that's the 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 kind of quintessential. Um, check me out with my giant words. <laughs> uh, quintessential eddie van halen kind of guitar but i mean they are they are all signature uh thingies. i believe that they're all the same strat that were that were painted different uh differently in in different eras um clapton so you th- if you were thinking of clapton sig what would you be thinking matt uh so give blacky
1: me, or brownie? Yeah, so give or me give, like those would be your first ones, then maybe an
0: SG. Okay, yeah. Then a
1: 335. Mm-hmm. Are we there yet? Nope.
0: Um I'm really struggling now. <laughs> okay. I don't think I've seen him play anything else. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, he's played like big jazz box. Uh like one seven five, I think. Um Yeah. There was the telly that he ended up giving to Andy Summers. Um, Didn't know that was a thing, but okay. There was a Les Paul that he... Or was that the one that he traded George Harrison for his wife? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm getting the, the story mixed up here, but like a like a... I um, thought that was a
1: strap, but it like might well wine, be a Les Paul. Yeah,
0: wine red Les Paul. Um, it's none of those, Matt. It's none of those. So this is the, the blindingly obvious one that we missed out—the Clapton single pickup firebird.
1: What? That's not like I've never, ever, ever seen him use a firebird. Search, ever. search
0: your memories, Matt. This is this is the one that comes up past the Strat. This is this is the one that you see him using every day. Oh shit, mate. Yeah.
1: So yeah, this, this is the one that he uses at all the crossroads gigs, isn't it? Yeah. Is his single pickup fire Have they I basically is, uh, got a load of the fucking Joe Bonamassa firebirds left over and they've thought who who else can we put the name on? To see if we can flog
0: this shit. <laughs> yeah, a bit of sanding sand on the back of the neck. Just scribble your name on there, Clapton. Come on. There's probably <laughs> I mean it's not too dissimilar, to be fair. Um but yeah, so Clapton single pickup firebirds. Oh, like, what would you think they'd be asking for for the uh, the single pickup firebird? I
1: mean,
0: like, what 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 should
1: they be asking? What do I think they're
0: asking? The, um, so let's go with what what they will be asking. Go on what you think uh, it's going to be something stupid isn't it it's going to be like six and a half thousand pounds it's even more than that it's it's nine on seven it's, it's oh, six nine 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 um, oh, Jesus like, Christ
1: <laughs> where are you getting these figures from Gibson
0: I reckon they've got a dartboard <laughs> with like ridiculous prices <laughs> on them no they've
1: got three dartboards one's got people's names on it one's got a style of guitar and the other <laughs> one's got a price
0: <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Here we go. So it's uh, And you throw throw it, and then you move, and then you throw it and move. <laughs> yeah, but it's got so rather than the dartboard where it's like you've got however like twenty equal segments, it's got half of the dartboard is Joe Bonamassa. You've got like another like a third of it. Is another slash. third slash. Yeah, yeah. And then the the tiny bits is like Clapton, Gary Moore. <laughs> <laughs> okay so it's another it's another Bonamassa signature Firebird X oh shit we've just ran them all over shit uh, so what what do you think about I mean so the, the cropping up of signature <laughs> instruments I think uh, it was kind of it was made popular in the late 80s early 90s weren't it and it, it's pretty much done that since I
1: mean, yeah, but when you think of signature instruments, even up until three or four years ago, you think of like three thousand pound instruments. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. don't. You don't think twenty seven thousand pounds for a single pickup Firebird that's got Joe Bonamassa and Eric Clapton's name on it for no apparent. <laughs> yeah, reason. A, a double double header. <laughs> yeah, like like I don't. I do know where they get the prices from because they put stupid prices on it and people buy them so they put the prices up again and then people buy them so they put the prices up again and then people buy them so they put the prices up again. So I guess that's where it's coming from. Yeah. But, like, they're not up to, like, you or I will never own any of these signature models.
0: No, I, I, I think if I had £26,000 <laughs> just kicking about, I would not be going, let's get to the guitar shop. I need a Stevie Ray Vaughan signature strap. Yeah,
1: I, I, I could think of a thousand things that I would buy before I got to a Stevie Ray Vaughan signature for twenty six k.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a fair amount. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd probably start a, a, some form of like blow addiction before uh, a, <laughs> before i decided that twenty six k on a on a strap was sensible.
1: Like you, you'd have to be a multi-millionaire to think that it's okay to spend twenty-six grand on a single guitar.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it is for those hardcore collectors, isn't it? And it's not for those hardcore collectors who who your average Joe. It's for your high earner uh, collectors, isn't it?
1: Yeah, and but. All of the all of the signatures seem to be going this way. You don't seem to get the like. There were signature like yes, we've had the the, the Hendrix and the Ed O'Brien and yeah. I the mean, ones I but, was just
0: about to say that they, actually, you have got the Brad Paisley, were, the Ed O'Brien, and the Hendrix. But they're
1: Mexican guitars for a thousand pounds, which is excessive in its own right. Yeah, I, I mean, know they came down to like seven hundred quid when they actually, but they were <laughs> when reality slapped them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when they couldn't sell them, they dropped them. But yeah, like they, they everything seems to be let's put a massive price tag on it because it's got Fred's name on it. And
0: yeah, I mean, it's part <laughs> of it will be the the kind of prestige of the uh, the custom shop Luthiers working on the instruments and the attention to detail that they're going down to. Like they're they're doing stupid shit like. X-raying the guitar to to see X, Y, and Z and, and meticulously taking it apart and studying each and every one of the, the fine uh, chips within the paintwork and the knocks and the dents and all that.
1: That's fine, but Gibson do that with their collector's choice and they're all hand-built by one person and those guitars are between five and eight grand new. So where are you getting 27 grand for a Stevie Ray Vaughan strat?
0: I mean that that suggests to me that a good 18k is is the the prestige of it being Stevie Ray's instrument there, isn't it then?
1: Yeah, it, it, uh, I just I don't like the idea i i i don't know whether it's just because I'm a cheap ass and I i d i don't like the idea of stuff not being available to the masses
0: yeah yeah um i i'm i'm not too thrilled about it either if i'm honest <laughs> yeah. um i i mean i'd be i'd be very begrudging to pay anything over. Say like one and a half for a for an instrument. It would take something really special for me one to want to spend that kind of cash on a on an instrument. But that's just where I'm at. Uh, I know there are people who who commonly go out and uh, plunge two, three, four k into the newest uh, custom shop arrivals. Um, but it, it again, it takes it takes it to that next level, doesn't it? Where you where you're asking. 15 grand for an Eddie Van Halen signature.
1: Yeah, and it's not even the Eddie Van Halen signature that people would recognise either, like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't like it. I, I think we need to go back to the days where the Clapton Strat was like £2,500 and it was a custom shop. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it, it's it's... Broadly the same level as the rest of the custom shops, maybe a couple of hundred quid extra because it's got Clapton's name on it. Rather than this blind faith telly that they released last week that we haven't talked about and probably don't have time. I I reckon that'll be ten grand.
0: Oh yeah, easy, yeah, yeah.
1: And and that's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, as you as you said with our little preamble for the podcast, sounds like a telly.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's,
0: it's, it sounds like a sixty telly, yeah, which it is yeah, ace. Yeah, I mean you're getting a classic <laughs> vibe, which is got to do eighty percent of the way broadly, there, and it'll be broadly similar. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like four, and it doesn't have a hideous Strat head stuck on it. Fifty quid. <laughs> so it is what it is. I think that's yeah. a, a lovely place to wrap wrap up we've come full circle, haven't we? I like that. We have. We it doesn't happen often. Um, <laughs> so, uh, if you want to find us on online, um, you pretty much know where you need to do it these days. Uh, it's the Fret Talk Podcast group uh, in Facebook groups. The links are in the show notes, so feel free to just click those. Uh, if you want to catch me online, it's Budget Pedal Chap at everything. So, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook. At budget pedal chat or slash budget pedal chat, whichever one uh, is easier. Again, links in the show notes. Matt, you are heel underscore MattQ at Twitch, Twitter, or something else. Instagram. Instagram, that's the one. Twinstagram. Um, and as as I've been saying for the past couple of weeks, which I'm going to continue to say. Um, Share this podcast, share it with one person you think will, will uh, jump on board. Because if you do that, our listenership doubles. That makes me happy. Uh, it makes Matt happy. It will also mean um, that we can potentially bring more uh, competitions your way. Because the, the more listenership that I can show to to companies, the more that they'll want to give you free stuff, essentially um so please do that um because it will make us bigger and better and just as a final kind of thank you uh for being listeners because we love doing this it's amazing fun uh taking the piss out of various guitar stuff making dick jokes is is just amazing it's great fun um it is. so from myself mr budget pedal chap from Mr Matthew of Quine. It will be a tatty boy and good night for this week. Say bye, Matt. Bye Matt. Wee! Right, that's that's it. Tatty boy. Ta-ra. Ta-ra. didn't point the you we, this week. Do we, do we. Here we go. Bye, Matt. <laughs> oh, it's good. <sighs> I am absolutely sweating my taters off here.